0: Welcome back to Dave Beck's Fantasy Football Podcast. We are broadcasting live from the Virtual Classroom Studio here in beautiful Roseville, California. This will be the week nine preview in Big Don's Fantasy Football League. A big week, a huge week in fantasy football. So every team, I would say, every single team in the league still has a shot. Um, even Ian, who comes in at two and six, he literally has to win the next six weeks to have a shot at the playoffs, but It's possible. It's possible. We have six weeks left to go um, in the regular season, and every team has a chance to make the playoffs. Like I said before, I think eight and six is the magic number. I think if you go eight and six, you can get in. And no team has more than six losses. So every team with six weeks remaining still has a shot. I don't necessarily see in this league any team that's head and shoulders above everyone else. I think the league this season has been very matchup dependent, um, you know, and I it's going to be awesome the rest of the way to see which of these teams and where the cream rises to the top because, like I said, every team with a legitimate chance. I know even myself been a little depressed, a little bit down. You know, three and five. You'd think three and five, your season, you're sunk, you're done. But hey, I've looked at the standings today. I'm only one game out of the playoffs, so it is very, very possible. Same with Donnie. Donnie's at 3-5. Um, I don't necessarily think Donnie is worse than like a, a roto Studs or a New Guy or a Flutie Flakes. They're only one game away, so every single team in this uh, league has a legitimate shot. I think Travis at 6-2, you know, pencil him in, pencil him in at 6-2. I mean, I, I think that but even then, I don't know. I mean, six and two, you would think you're feeling pretty good about your playoff chances. So if I had to pencil in a team right now, I'd pencil in Travis. I'm not gonna pencil in Eric. I'm not gonna pencil in John Merble yet at five and three. I think if either of those teams win this week, then maybe you could pencil them in. Um, I think if Travis wins this week, seven and two, you can you can write it with pen. I think seven and two, you're gonna you're gonna make the playoffs. So a big week here for Travis. A lot of big things at stake. Uh, let's get after it here. Week 9. So myself against the Boat Party. A big game in the fact that if Ian loses, his season is over. I think if you get 7 losses, I I, I think that's it. If I lose, my season is most likely over. Most likely. I think if I go 3-6, and six, then I got to win out. That's a big uphill climb. So if I lose this week, I think my season is... Probably over. If Ian wins loses this week, his season is definitely over. So he, lot riding on this week. I got Josh Allen going against the Seahawks. Love it. Justin Jefferson going against the Lions. Love it. Marquise Brown going against the Colts. Feel pretty good about it. Feel pretty good about it. He was griping last week that he was not getting enough touches. I I, I like his his chances here this week. Now I'm gonna start Michael Thomas. God damn it! I'm gonna start Michael Thomas. I know it could sink my season. He's played one goddamn game, and he got three points. He's punching his teammates, hurting his ankle, hurting his hamstring. I got to play him. If he's healthy, I got to play him. So a huge roll of the dice, starting Michael Thomas at the wide receiver position, but I got to do it. Josh Jacobs against the Chargers. I don't love it, but I love the volume. David Johnson against the Jaguars. Love it. Noah Fan against the Falcons. Love it. And Antonio Gibson against the Giants. Love it. Nothing, nothing about my lineup is going to make me lose this week. God damn it. But, of course, it's possible. Michael Thomas could do nothing. Now, my thinking is, let's throw Michael Thomas in there. I might pivot before the 1 o'clock game and play um, Deontay Johnson instead. Thomas, I think I'm going to keep him there. Um... You know, I just I gotta play him. He only played one game, and if I'm gonna go down, let's go down swinging. For Ian Svetich, I think it's kind of the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. Reports are it could be a, a timeshare at least for this week with running back Mike Davis as they ease him into the lineup. But if I'm Ian, play Christian McCaffrey. It's the last freaking game for him possibly, and if he goes down, he's gonna go down swinging. Kind of the same thing with Michael Thomas. His receivers have been consistent. Anderson, Brown, and Parker. Uh, Deshaun Watson against the Jags, a plus matchup. Uh, Justin Jackson against the Raiders. I could have a pretty good game here in this one. His flex, I don't love. I, I never love starting two tight ends. It will work out for him if he gets a touchdown. So it's not a terrible play. I think Hunter Henry could have a pretty good game against the Raiders. Um, not a terrible play, but we'll see what happens with this one. I gotta take myself, because if I lose, my season is virtually over. <clears throat> if Ian loses... His season is well-played. What can I say? I got to take myself, and I'm going to take myself to win um, One twelve ninety nine. Okay, the Muhadini against the new guy. Another interesting matchup. New guy comes in at 4-4. Four four. The Muhagdin comes in at 3-5. Aaron Jones, yikes. I expected a lot more from Aaron Jones against the Niners. He only gets eight points. That is a shocker. I mean, I would have expected 15 Still recovering from injury. That could have been a part of it. His receivers, Adam Thielen, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk. I like him this week. I think his receivers are good this week. Matty Ice should have a good game as well. Hawkinson, yeah, a bit of a wild card. And DJ Dallas, a little bit of a wild card. Going against a pretty good Bills defense. But without Chris Carson, uh, having DJ Dallas in there is a pretty good play. They like him around the end zone. A uh, little flip pass from Russell Wilson. I could definitely see him scamper into the end zone. For the new guy, Patrick Mahomes projected to score 21 points against the Panthers. Should have a good one. Um, Trent Taylor gets nine receiving yards. Jarek McKinnon, <clears throat> kind of a surprise. I don't think we expected that. McKinnon gets 12 points, 13 points. That's a pretty nice game. Andrews, <clears throat> I think he should be okay. Leonard Fournette, we'll see what he does here against he the Saints. But the Fournette defense gets zero points. So... He has two guys that score less than a point, and he's still projected to beat Donnie. That's a little bit surprising, and I think it's that Aaron Jones factor. This is a very tight matchup. Um, You can see it going either way. I think, though, Donnie definitely has the edge in this one. I think there's no doubt about it. Donnie's team needs it more. I can definitely see Thielen going off. I can definitely see DJ Moore going off. The same with Christian Kirk. Let's take Donnie. um, 115 to, uh, to 109. The Flutie Flakes against the Roto-Studs. A big matchup here. Both teams come in 4-4. Four four. Both teams need a win. A loss would not sink their season. They're still in it with a loss. But you definitely want to start trending in the right direction at this point of the season. We only got six games left to go. Lamar Jackson projected to score 20 points against the Indianapolis Colts. His receivers are all projected to do pretty well. Evans, Claypool, and Fuller. Ezekiel Elliott is listed as questionable. all It sounds like all signs are pointing towards he will play and suit up against the Steelers. And the Steelers, at one point we thought they were this amazing rush defense, but they've been giving up some yardage on the ground. James Conner as well. I expect him to have a nice game here against the Cowboys. Travis Kelsey, you can pencil him in for 100 yards and a touchdown like nothing. And DeAndre Swift, he's been a little bit of a boom bust, but could have a nice game here against a definitely not very good Minnesota Vikings defense. For Tristan Keenan Allen, predicted score 11 and a half. Could definitely see that happening plus more Derrick Henry expect him to have a really really nice game here against the uh the Cleveland Browns Brandon Cooks I don't love him but they are playing Jacksonville so he could have a nice game Davis Corey Davis in the flex don't love that as well necessarily but we'll see Drew Brees dependent <clears throat> maybe my guy Michael Thomas and him hook up <clears throat> excuse me guys and um they have a big game here in this one <clears throat> which is very possible a little coffee break. Sorry about, the, <clears throat> sorry about the hacking on the podcast. Um, pretty tight matchup. Let's take, mm, ooh, I'll take Alex, but in a squeaker. I think it could definitely go either way. Let's take Alex though, but I think it's going to be close. Let's take him 97, 93. Travis against the brawler. Good matchup. Uh, six and two against five and three. Devontae Adams has a monster game, 173 receiving yards and a touchdown, huge game against the Niners. And that really gives Travis an edge up early, but Russell Tanyan kind of weird gets nothing. He looked like he was going to be kind of the athletic stud tight end. We know Aaron Rodgers can make careers out of middling tight ends, like Jared Cook and the guys he's had over the years. Um, Tanyan does nothing. Kind of a surprise. And Jordan Reed does absolutely nothing. You would have thought without George Kittle that Jordan Reed would be in line for a pretty good game, but does nothing. So it's the battle of the broken tight ends with Russell Tanyan getting nothing and Jordan Reed getting nothing as well. Dalvin Cook projected to get about 18 points against the Detroit Lions. Could definitely see that. And uh, Kyler Murray projected with 21 against the Dolphins. His receivers, Smith Schuster, Williams Jones. Mm, I don't love Eric's receivers, and Eric is usually a pretty good receiver guy. James Robinson had a monster, monster week uh, against me. God, when was that? Two weeks ago now? I don't even remember. So James Robinson against Houston. I like this one. Should have a nice one. Chase Edmonds, good pickup uh, for Eric, especially without Kenyon Drake. I expect Chase Edmonds to do big things against the Dolphins. Good matchup this week. This is definitely our matchup of the week. There is simply no doubt about it. For Travis, his receivers Diggs and Lockett. Um, they don't have to do much after what Devontae Adams was able to do. And his running backs, man, I don't love, (coughs) I actually hate playing when you've got, like, Lindsey and Gordon, you play one of them. I just don't like it, but it kind of has been working for him, to tell you the truth. And I really don't like tight ends in the flex. But that big game from Devontae Adams could propel it uh, for Travis Sailing. He's projected with a 113-99. to And because of that, I'm going to take him. I'll take Travis in this one. Um, but I think it's going to be close. Let's go 115-107. All right, our last matchup is you're just matching it against the Cobra Kai. The Kai is projected to lose 197. These projections mean absolute jack shit. I think I've been projected to win every game this season. <laughs> Maybe not last week against Tristan, actually. That might have been the only one. Um, it'd be interesting to do like a study of projections against um, actual outcomes of games. So four, you're just mashing. And Russell Wilson projected to score 23 points, and his receivers projected to all score over 10 points, and that's Robinson, Hopkins, and Godwin. Jermichael Hasty does nothing in that shellacking of the Packers. The Niners lost that game 34 to 17. Ronald Jones should have a nice game here against the New Orleans Saints. I like him in this one, and Waller I expect to do pretty decent here against the LA Chargers. For Cobra Kai, DK Metcalf has been an absolute monster. And Tyreek Hill has been very good as well. And John Brown, after battling through injury, has been playing a lot better. His running backs, Melvin Gordon and uh, Jonathan Taylor. Melvin Gordon's dropped off a little bit. As it looks like Philip Lindsay has usurped a lot of touches there in Denver. And I like Jonathan Taylor to have a pretty good game here. Evan Ingram has been an absolute joke at the tight end position. But you never know. He could, you know, waltz his way into the end zone for some BS touchdown. Um, I think you're just mashing it. Just looking at what he has... You know, he's got some more talented players. If you look at like DeAndre Hopkins and and Chris Godwin, but I think Cobra Kai has the better team, um, and especially that egg that uh, Jamichael Hasty laid is definitely going to put him um, behind the eight ball, so to speak. And let's take Matt Beeler in this one to win one thirteen to one oh one. All right, so there we go. I had the Roseville Steam to win. I had the Mujahideen to win. I had the Flutie Flakes to win, I had Travis to win, and I had Matt Beeler. So, kind of want someone to tell me about, because I forget these instantly, how I did this week. Um, and here we go. So, please, Roseville's team, get a win, keep me in this season. And um, this is Dave Beck signing off saying good luck and good fantasy football.